0: Hello, and thank you for listening to this sermon podcast from First United Methodist Church of DeRitter, Louisiana, recorded at our 10 o'clock service on Sunday, May 28, 2017. Our scripture lesson for the day comes from Acts chapter 1, verses 1 through 11. In the first book, Theophilus, I wrote all about Jesus did and taught from the beginning until the day when he was taken up to heaven, after giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles whom he had chosen. After his suffering, he presented himself alive to them by many convincing proofs, appearing to them during forty days and speaking about the kingdom of God. While staying with them, he ordered them not to leave Jerusalem, but to wait there for the promise of the Father. This, he said, is what you have heard from me. For John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. So when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, is this the time when you will restore the kingdom to Israel? He replied, It is not for you to know the times or periods that the Father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. When he had said this, as they were watching, he was lifted up, and a cloud took him out of their sight. While he was going and they were gazing up toward heaven, suddenly two men in white robes stood by them. They said, men of Galilee, why do you stand looking upward toward heaven? This Jesus, who has been taken up from you into heaven, will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. As you've heard me say before, many of you, I get nervous when there are major holidays in our society because a lot of times People try to graft either the Christian holiday onto society or try to graft the societal holiday onto Christianity. And a lot of times they have no business being together at all. But today is one of those days, originally known as Decoration Day, where society took aside a moment to remember those who had fallen in battle. fallen in service to their country. And one of the essential, one of the most essential parts of any kind of memorial is the story that goes along with those being remembered. There's a reason why someone felt the call to live in the risk of death because they knew nothing was guaranteed. And when we allow days like Memorial Day to become nothing more than another day to get together to stuff our faces or to celebrate the beginning of summer or to travel, we have done a disservice both to the day and to those being honored on this day. In other words, when we forget to tell the story, then the day has no meaning whatsoever. And today's passage has everything to do with telling a good story. And this, the last of our series on He is Risen and our Easter season worship series, We're reminded that He is risen, and you and I have a story to tell. You and I have a story to tell because of Christ's work on the cross and Christ's work leaving the empty tomb. And we must ask ourselves, what makes a story worth it repeating? What makes it worth telling a story? Whether it's one who's been in our church, who's gone on to glory, of whether it be a soldier or a sailor. We have as different different ways of telling these stories. Now the challenge for you and I as we accept Christ, and the challenge for you and I as we accept the gift of the resurrected Lord, is to live out Christ's words on the Ascension Sunday we notice that he says, And you will be my witnesses in Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. And what does a witness do? A witness testifies to that which they know. Which makes us beg the question, What is it that you and I know today? What is it that you and I know? There are several ways to look at the world. Do you and I know a story of cause of destruction? Do we know a story of death? Do we know a story where we're playing poor, poor, pitiful me? Are we telling a story where we go, I don't care what happens. No one and nothing has more power than the risen Lord. Do we tell a story that says, There's so much wrong with the world that there's no shot at redemption. There's no shot at restoration. There's no shot at resurrection. Next Sunday, we're going to have six boys stand up here and say, no, they don't believe that. And you and I as a part of that service are going to confirm our belief in the joy of the resurrection and in the power of Christ. Christ. We have just a few things to look at. So what is this story we're telling, preacher? What is this story that we have to tell? Because i tell you what, right now my life does not feel like I have a story to tell, much less a story of redemption and much less a story of reconciliation. After all, look at the senselessness in our world. Well, we have a story of promise to be told first thing we must remember is ours is a story of promise. It is a promise that has been with us from the beginning of creation. And it is a promise that will be with us until the fulfillment of all of God's work when Christ comes again in glory to judge the quick and the dead as we affirmed in our Apostles' Creed this morning. We have a story of promise. And Christ said on this Ascension Sunday He said, you Will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. We tell a story of promise. We tell a story of a God when He makes a promise, He delivers. The only thing I can guarantee you about God's story of promise is it is not going to come exactly like we wished, exactly like we hoped, or exactly how we recognize if we get caught up in deciding for ourselves what that record, what restoration and redemption must look like. We will fail to see the story of promise if we get so stuck on circumstance that we forget possibility. If we get so stuck on circumstance that we forget we worship a God who has never, ever, ever failed to keep his promise. And we hold on to that on this essential Sunday. We also tell a story of trust. Because he says, they, they asked him, Lord, is this the time when you will restore the kingdom to Israel? And Christ replied, it is not for you to know the times or periods that the Father is set by His own authority. I wish I could sit here and tell you exactly when and exactly how and exactly under what circumstances we will experience reconciliation and redemption through the second coming of Christ. But just like the story of promise, a story of trust has to be drawn upon the trust that we've seen throughout the centuries of the faithful. We must allow ourselves to say, maybe not yet. But as we look at the testimony of Christ, as we look at the testimony of the Scriptures, it will come. Ours is merely to hold on. And I promise you, with everything that I have, and I wish I could get even more emotional, but my back would kill me. But I would tell you this. Do not let your circumstances determine your happiness. Do not let circumstances determine your joy. Do not let circumstances dominate your life. Do not let circumstances rob you of the promise of the resurrection. Because that is the way that evil works wants us to get so caught up in the here and the now and what is wrong that we miss what is right. There's a reason why we come in and we worship with a cross. There's a reason why we come in and we worship with the cross. And that is that we never forget that we worship a God of promise. We also worship a God of trust because he told us that this had to happen. We do not worship a God who fails to keep his promise but we do follow in the line of a lot of people who fail to keep their trust in God. But ours is a story to tell of trust. The question is, do you and I have enough faith to trust or not? But ours is also a story of mission that we have to tell. I alluded to this a little bit earlier. Christ says, but when you, but you will receive the power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you will be my witnesses in Jude- Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. A story of mission. Our mission, our purpose, our goal. The one thing that you and I have been set here on earth to do is to tell the story of Christ and his love. Whether or not Anyone accepts that story does not get us away. Does not get us away from our obligation to tell that story. But as people of the resurrection, as people of hope, it is not a duty and our obligation to carry out the mission of telling the story. It is a joy because we have experienced the resurrection. One of the beautiful things about some of the music we've heard today is that it is not drawn from the majority of the church, but it has been drawn from those who have been oppressed within the church. Swing low, sweet chariots was a song of hope that so many of the slaves and so many of the plantation workers after the war sang as a way to keep their faith. The words, come forth to carry me home. Do you and I hold on to that faith, trusting that the Lord will bring us home? And do we have as our mission to tell others the story of the sweet chariot coming forward to carry me home? Lift every voice that sing was known and is known in many circles as the Black National Anthem. It was drawn upon by so many in the pre-civil rights era and African-American church. Lift every voice and sing. And what are we called to sing? We're called not to sing about our certain current circumstance, but we are called to sing about the possibility of glory and the future. So what is the story you and I are telling? What is the mission? Are we telling about hope, reconciliation, and redemption? Or are we telling a story that says get caught up in the here and now because who cares about the future? Ah, yes, and that brings us to the final final point. The story we tell this morning is a story of fulfillment. While he, that is Jesus, while he was going and they were gazing up toward heaven, suddenly two men in white robes stood beside them. They said, men of Galilee, why do you stand looking up toward heaven? This Jesus who has been taken up from you into heaven will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. Jesus fulfills his promises. He fulfilled every promise that he made. And the one And because of that, you and I have a story to tell, a story of fulfillment, a a story where we worship a God who keeps his promises and fulfills the story. The question you and I must ask ourselves this morning on this Ascension Sunday is, will we tell the story of fulfillment? And you will be my witnesses. Begs two things. It's very simple. What story is your life telling? Think about that for a moment. What is your story? Is your life telling? But more importantly, whose story is your life telling? Is it your story? Or is it a story of the Christ who came, he lived, he died, he rose, and he is ascended? Our lives, dear brothers and sisters, must not be about us, but must be about the Christ that is within us. Our story must be a story about promise and trust and mission and fulfillment. And we must tell that story over and over and over again, not because we have to, but because we want to. And we want to tell that story so that we may never forget. There is a reason why we set aside a Memorial Day. That is so we never forget. There's a reason why we set aside every day so that we may never forget of the great work of God through Jesus Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit. So my friends, let's go tell the story. Let's go tell the story. Let's go live the story, and let's go and be the story. Because he has risen, and we have a story to tell. And this, my friends, is the word that I share with you today, in the name of Jesus Christ, by the power of the Holy Spirit, to the glory of God the Father. Thank you for listening to this podcast from First United Methodist Church of DeRidder, Louisiana. Find out more about us at FUMCDeRitter.org or on Facebook at Facebook.com FUMCDR. Have a blessed day.